Hello and welcome to the All Rookie Podcast. Today is May 5th, 2023, and I am back with the second half of my NBA Draft 2023 Big Board. Today I'm going to reveal my picks 16 through 30, my rankings 16 through 30. Previous episode I did 1 through 15, today 16 through 30, so let's get straight to it like it's nothing to it. The first uh, episode was uh, pretty controversial, so let's see how you like this one. Starting off at number 30, uh, I'm going to go with Nick Smith, the guard from Arkansas. Six foot five, 185 pounds, average 12 and a half points per game. Not many other stats, almost one steal per game. Nothing else is really worth mentioning. He's pretty much a guy that's going to get buckets, and that's about it. <laughs> But he did shoot 34% from three. And, you know, he's a good shooter. You can say a streaky shooter as well. But on the court, Nick Smith looks small out there. Even though he's six foot five, sometimes he looks six one, six two. But he can hit the floater all day. That's one of the things he has perfected. And that's going to help him a lot in the NBA. He can drive left or right very well, pretty much equally. A lot of times players. You want to force him to that right, but he can take it either way. He's a very, very fast player, which will help him as well. He takes a lot of contested shots. Uh, He plays very much below the rim. And sometimes he doesn't really create a lot of space between him and his defender. Um, So he's fast, but sometimes when he's dribbling the ball, trying to get to the rack, his defender's still right there with him. So he needs to be a little more shifty. Um, But yeah, very fast in transition, good cutter, good shooter off the dribble. He can light it up when he's hot from three-point range, especially, which is very necessary in the NBA. But, uh, you know, he's kind of like a Malik Monk type of player that can help a team. Malik Monk had to find the right team. You know, when he's at Charlotte, he didn't do much at all. When he's with the Lakers, he shows some signs, and he really flourished this year with the Kings. So I see Nick Smith having that type of trajectory for his career number 29 chris murray that's right brother of keegan murray six foot eight forward from iowa average 20 points per game eight boards two assists one steal and one block per game shot 30 almost 34 percent from three which is good now chris murray is a left-hander he kind of has an old man game a slow crossover he has a nice soft touch in the paint It takes a lot of ball fakes sometimes to get his shot. Uh, He's a good three-point shooter, though. He kind of launches it like a shot put. So um, he might need to adjust that. You never know. He might keep it the same. But he's probably a little too slow to play from the perimeter in the NBA. He'll probably have to be a small ball four or stay out at the perimeter. Uh, But he has an old-school game, like I said, shoots hook shots. Uh, finger rolls he takes a lot of craftiness to get his shot you know he kind of plays like Al Horford a little bit he'll back you down in the paint and score as well but you know the size in the NBA it might be a little tougher for him to do that Um, he's a really good team player always passes to the open man good defender he's just a little slow Uh, he contests shots really well and you know he kind of if you don't want to say Al Horford because that's not an exact comparison he kind of plays like him but for now I would say he's very much Kyle Anderson like and he's been in the NBA for quite a while but just a solid solid player you can see having a long career Chris Murray he's not as good as Keegan Murray (laughs) 
We'll just put it like that. But he is still worthy of a first round pick. Next at 28, I have Julian Strother, the 6-7-4 from Gonzaga. He could have came out last year, in my opinion, and I had him ranked around this range, around 30, around 30 to 33. So in this mock, well, in this big board, I have him 28. Uh, he averaged 15 points, six boards, and one steal. Shot 41% from three. Julian Strother has ridiculous range, also good athleticism. Has a quick first step on his drives. He has a nice package of moves to get to the rack, spins, crossovers, can drive it all the way, or shot or shoot the floater. Uh, so with his all-around you know, offensive game is very good. Has a super quick release on his shot, very necessary. He's a gamer. Had a lot of huge games for Gonzaga, and he's very clutch as well. He won them a couple of games, and he had a 40-plus point performance as well. He's one of the best shooters in this class. He's a good defender, good hustle player. Moves his feet well, and he's great at contesting shots. So it's not much more you can ask from a guard slash forward. Has the height, shooting ability, everything you want. I just hope he gets on the right spot, you know, because there's a lot of players that have been similar to him, like the Champagne brothers, and they have not gotten any run in the NBA. So we'll see what happens with Julian Strother. Next, and maybe the first person you have not heard of, a guy that is not on anyone's radar, you know, that's what I do. I find you the gems. Usman Njaye. I'll spell that last name for you. N-D-I-A-Y-E. Usman Njaye. He's six foot eleven, 210 pounds, 19 years old from Senegal. He averaged nine points, seven and a half boards in a block per game. Not tremendous uh, stats, but he only played 22 minutes per game. Uh, but he also shoots 32% from three and 40% from the field. But this is something that when I saw him, I was in awe. Uh, you know, he is six foot 11. He can handle the ball like a point guard. He can bring the ball up the court from baseline to baseline. He runs the floor like a guard, has a nice shot. Super impressive young man. Most players like this can't shoot at all. And it's like, whoa, he's six eleven, but he can run the floor well. But he can run the floor and shoot. He's a very impressive young man. He's a pro at catching the ball in the paint and traffic. He's a pro at shooting. Uh, he can take his man off the dribble and take it to the rack. So he's not just a guy that needs to be posted up. And this is Ujman Njai, by the way. Uh, he's a little raw in some aspects because he'll drive to the rack and just throw up some wild shots at times. So he'll need to get that under control. But that happens because he does not know what to do sometimes when he stopped on his way to the rim. You can tell he's used to, you know, getting his way. But sometimes when he's up against some good defense, he's kind of lost. And that's going to come with more experience and strength and, you know, just coaching. And I believe Ujman Njai will be a steal for someone. Um, he has a nice post-up game with actual post moves. A lot of guys in this draft class do not have post moves. They are bigs that want to play like guards <laughs> and, you know, uh, they have no post moves or they just rebounders and put back guys. He actually can play in the perimeter or in the post. And I really think Ujman and Jai, I have him at 27. He can move up. And this is a guy that I've seen ranked in the seventies and eighties. And I had to pull him into my top 30 big board because that's what I do for you guys. 
All right, next, number 26, Kaysen Wallace. And this is a guy that a lot of people have in the lottery. I have him at 26. Kaysen Wallace from Kentucky, six foot four, averaged 12 points, four boards, four assists, and two steals per game and 0.5 blocks per game. All around pretty good stats. And he shot 35% from three. He's a good shooter. He's a solid guard. He's a good spot-up three-point shooter. He can get to the rack, hit the pull-up J, can blow by his defender or methodically drive to the rack with hesitation and get where he wants. He's very fast at times when he wants to, very athletic, especially on defense. He's a smooth player, good shooter, obviously great at steals with two a game and breaking up plays. One game he had eight steals, so it's very impressive in that aspect. Uh, but in my opinion, it's debatable if he will be a starter in the NBA. So that's why I can't have him in the lottery. It's possible he'll be a really good backup. But do you want to take that in the top 14 picks? I'm not sure. He could be more than a backup. But in my opinion, he's very similar to Trevor Keels, who last year was drafted 40th and did not really play at all. He played in the G League all last year. So will Kaysen Wallace be that different from... Trevor Kills is TBD. So that 30 to 26, Nick Smith, Chris Murray, Julian Strother, Ujman Njaye, and Kaysen Wallace. Let's go to 25 through 21. Number 25, I have Maxwell Lewis, the 6'7 guard from Pepperdine. That's right, Pepperdine has made <laughs> its way onto the list. He averaged 17 points, six boards, three assists, almost a steal, almost a block per game. Shot 35% from three. He's a sophomore. He's a flashy two-guard, great crossover and array of moves to score anytime in any way he wants. Very athletic and hit the step back three. Great hesitation to get to the rack. Uh, you know, he's really good shooter. Nice layup package. Very nifty with the finger roll. He's a little skinny, but he should be easy. That should be easy to gain some weight in the NBA. That's, that's what they do. They train all day. There's no school. He just plays. You know, the negative you could say is um, the level of competition that Pepperdine was playing was not great, but the talent in Maxwell Lewis is definitely there. He's a herky-jerky guard. I wish he created more space in between him and the defender. That's something that may be able to be coached into him, uh, but he's good at attracting the double team and finding the open man. And in the NBA, he, I doubt he'll be doubled, so it's going to be even easier for him. Uh, in my opinion, he reminds me of Kevin Porter Jr. a little bit. Uh, he's just not as good of a space creator. So Maxwell Lewis, I think, would be very worth the selection at 25. Number 24, Kobe Bufkin from Michigan. The point guard slash two guard averaged 14 points, four and a half boards, three assists, one steal per game, almost a block per game. He's six foot four, shot 35% from three, 19 years old. Kobe Bufkin is a left-handed guard with a nice jumper, good three-point shooter. Nice burst of speed on his way to the rim. Sneakily explosive at times to the rim. Finishes pretty good in traffic. Has an excellent finger roll and floater as well. Great spot up three-point shooter like Kaysen Wallace. He's good, but I wonder, like Kaysen Wallace with Trevor Keels, is Kobe Bufkin that much better than J.D. Davison, who was a late second-round pick, who I think is really good, but didn't play much at all this year as well. So, we will see. He's a good shot blocker for his size, moves his feet very well and fast, pretty much always stays with his defender, which is very good. He really gets up in his man and makes it extremely difficult for them to score 
or back him down. Has super fast hands on defense, which helps him get a lot of steals, blocks, and just guarding his man in general. He could be <clears throat> like a Emmanuel Quickly or Bones Highland type, which is valuable in the league. We'll just have to see. I need to see more from Kobe Bufkin. I wish he had more assists per game. Three is not enough if he's going to be a point guard. And is he going to be a point guard? So those are the things that are the questions for Kobe Bufkin, but I like his game. Number 23, Jairus Walker, a guy who many people have in the top 10. I have at 23, and I will tell you why. He averaged 11 points, seven boards, two assists, one steal, one block per game, 35% from three, which is a bonus for him. But he's a 6'8 power forward. So it seems like a lot of people are ignoring that. That's not necessarily what you're looking for in the NBA, you know. Most power forwards are around 6'10". <clears throat> but he also moves like a small forward. Uh, his height is obviously like a small forward, but he has the weight of a, of a power forward, so we will see. He can bang or play on the perimeter, so that's good. Multi-dimensional. He can shoot the three well. That's good. Uh, good gets good paint position, but can improve on his post-up moves. Um, he can shoot a nice little hook shot. He has a quick first step and burst of acceleration driving by his opponent, but a lot of times settles for fadeaway jumpers at times in the paint or floaters to avoid contact. That's not good. He's a good post passer, but he seems like a role player to me, a good role player. Uh, he moves great on defense, recovers well, and blocks shots. At 6'8", I don't think he'll be a rim protector in the NBA. In my opinion, he's kind of very much like Grant Williams of the Celtics. But I don't think he's a lottery pick at all. But he can help a good team fill a role. That's Jerris Walker. So that's probably a hot take. I don't know. That's just what I see. So if you disagree, let me know why I'm wrong on that. But I have Jerris Walker at 23. Number 22, City Sudoku, the 6'8'4 from the G League Ignite. Average 11.5 points, three boards, three assists, one steal, one block. Shot 31% from three, 19 years old. City Suzoko is a very athletic young man. Looks like a power forward height-wise, but is a 6'8 small forward that can also play shooting guard. He can get to the rack with ease. Has a good handle. I mean, just when you see that size, 6'8 could be a shooting guard. That's, I mean, that right there stands out. Uh, but he has a good handle that catches you off guard because of his height. You think you see a power forward coming at you. And then you see a shooting guard just taking you inside or out. He's a good shooter, uh, has good post moves, can hit the J, good attacker to the rim. He goes up strong in traffic, has good hands, long arms that allow him to get a lot of blocks and steals. He has everything in his package. He just needs to polish it, really. There is some improvement that he needs to make. But what you can see in his game now, if you can elevate that even a little bit, you can have a special talent in City Suzuko. Um, I think he can develop into an all-star. You can tell he's a smart player, makes some very heady passes to the open man and makes pa good passes when he drives to the rack. And, you know, you can tell he didn't just come from a factory, you know, like a basketball factory. <clears throat> you can tell he grew up playing street ball. Um, he moves his feet well. He's a little flashy. He has fun out there, contests every shot. And I just love his game, and I love what he can be. So City Suzuka, I mean, he's a prototypical Toronto Raptor draft pick. But uh, the Raptors are not going to be picking this late. But 
Uh, that's a guy that the Raptors would pick and everyone would be like, who is that? And the next thing you know, he's a all-star level player. So I really like City Suzoko. Number 21, Anthony Black, another guy that people have in their top 10. I have at 21, the six foot seven guard from Arkansas. Average 13 points, five boards, four assists, and two steals per game. Almost, well, 0.6 blocks per game. Only shot 30% from three. But Anthony Black is a good playmaker. He seems to do everything well, but does not seem to be a special talent, in my opinion. <clears throat> it's hard to get a read on him a little bit because is he a point guard? Is he a small forward? <laughs> it's a little weird. But he has a slow release on his shot, but he does have good court vision. He can run the offense. I don't think he'll be a point guard in the NBA, but he has quick hands and long arms. He's great at getting steals, obviously. He can guard multiple positions with people like, uh, but he puts his teammates in great positions to score. He has some big scoring performances himself, but I don't know if his offense would translate to the NBA considering his lack of explosiveness, speed, and athleticism. He can blow by his defender, but he seems to mainly play at a slower pace. Um, He played well at Arkansas. He was on a star-studded squad at Arkansas. So his uh, trajectory in his career may depend on what team he lands on. He may be better if he's on a bad team. I don't know, because he may be able to do more or show more because, you know, he shot average to bad from three, did not score a lot, only had four assists per game if he is a point guard. He's a great passer, but, I mean, it's, there's a lot of improvement there for Anthony Black, and I, it doesn't warrant him being a top pick, 10 pick, in my opinion. I just can't do it. <laughs> so that was uh, 25 through 21. 25 was Maxwell Lewis, 24, Kobe Bufkin, Jairus Walker, City Suzoko, Anthony Black, if you're keeping up with me so far. And I will read, go back down the list when I get done with these last five coming up next. And if you're on YouTube, you see them. But next is number 20, my guy, Marcus Sasser. Marcus Sasser, the senior from Houston, could have came out last year. He had a little bit of an injury uh, problem last year. Didn't get to play as much as he wanted, but I still thought he was borderline first rounder last year. Right now, I have him at 20th. He averaged 17 points, three boards, three assists, one and a half steals, shot 38.4% from three. That's what you're looking for right there. He's six foot two. You wish he was six three or six four, but six foot two is good enough. That's the same height as Scoot Henderson. What people will say is he's a senior. He's 22 years old. You can't have him in your top 20. He's old. Get out of here with that. 22 years old is not old. That is a perfectly fine age. (laughs) You know, you got plenty of career left. Like, get out of here with that. Yes, you can have someone 19, but I mean, that you could also have that player for three years and they never do anything for you. Or you can have someone come in ready to go, which Marcus Sasser is. Now, uh, he he can ball. I mean, that's just flat out. He can ball. He's a professional point guard. He, you can put him in any scenario, and he's going to ball out. He has a great crossover. Last year, he reminded me of Tim Hardaway Sr. with that killer crossover. But this year's uh, scouting, I just see a straight baller. He can get to his spot at any time or hit the three. 
He has a little Damian Lillard in his game, which is what I saw this year. One of the most talented players in this draft. Very smart, crafty, nifty, all that good stuff, especially in the paint. Whether it's a Eurostep, floater, or no-look pass, he's never in trouble. You know, even if he's double-teamed, he's seemingly always in control no matter what. I love his hesitation, the way he fools defenders, which leads him to getting the shot or driving to the rack. Has long range, very long range, and loves to step back three. Doesn't need much space at all to get his shot off, but can create that space if he needs it. He's one of the best ball handlers in this class. Very polished, ready for the NBA from day one. I just want him to get more assists because he's a score first point guard right now. He gets those assists up. You really have a star. Uh, and, you know, he's a good defender as well. Moves his feet very well on defense. And he's good at getting steals. You know, he's almost at two steals per game as well. So, I mean, what can he not do? Marcus Sasser, um, he really probably might get moved up. <laughs> you know, this is my guy. And I I hope he does move up. But I hope he doesn't get knocked down for being 22 years old. It's the dumbest thing I ever have heard in scouting. That someone's 22, so you can't take him early. Get out of here with that. Now, number 19, Jalen Wilson, a 6'8'4 from Kansas, 225 pounds, average 20 points per game, eight boards, two assists, one steal, a half block per game, shot 34% from three. <clears throat> He's a junior, another guy, 22 years old. But when I watch the tape, very impressed by Jalen Wilson, has NBA range. High release on his shot. Instantly one of the best small force in his class when watching the film. He can create his own shot, whether it's, he has an outside game and inside game, which is not common for everyone. You know, a lot of guys can either do one or the other. He can do both. He knows how to get to his spot to get his shot off. He's very fast for his size, can take it to the rack on his defender, has a great fadeaway, smooth shot and touch. Nice crossover. I love how he almost shows off with how deep he shoots his threes. Uh, he's not amazing at finishing in traffic, but I think he can improve on that. Uh, he can hit the open spot up three or get it off the dribble. Good passer. Could get those assists up, but he's a small four, so it doesn't really affect a small four that much. But he has the perfect size on offense, and on defense, his size allows him to get at every defender very well and um, guard them well, whether it's a two, a three, or a four. And his wingspan makes it easy for him to contest a lot of shots as well. Jalen Wilson from Kansas. I've seen him mocked in the 40s. <clears throat> I have him at number 19. Very talented young man. Now, number 18, the guy you've all been waiting for, Osir Thompson. That is Amen Thompson's brother. I had a lot of flack for not having him in my top 15, but in my opinion, he just didn't make the cut. And that doesn't necessarily mean it's a knock on him, but those top 15 are incredible. So <clears throat> now here we are with number 18. I think Osar could be very good as well. He averaged 16.7 boards, six assists, two and a half steals per game, one block per game. He only shot 30% from three. But he's six foot seven. He's twenty years old. The knock on him that you could say from the jump is that he played at overtime elite. Now that's a league that had no one drafted from it last year. It's a new startup league. The level of competition you have to worry about. But 
he still displayed a lot of talent. He's he's a decent spot up three point shooter. He's raw offensively, in my opinion. He's not great at getting his own shot. He's kind of clunky when he's getting to the rim. He does have great size, speed, and athleticism. He's great in transition. He can finish very well with his left hand, which impresses me. Uh, but he's better at finding an open man than scoring. He's a good passer, but his calling card is defense. Uh, he puts great effort into stopping his defender, contesting shots, and getting in this man's grill, making life hard on the offensive side of things. <clears throat> he moves his feet well. He bothers his man and makes life miserable for him. Quick hands for steals, great reach and length for blocks. Fun defender, but don't know how he will fit in the lottery as a defendant-minded player, as a defensive-minded player. His shot and form are not smooth or natural. It looks like it was made in a factory. So, Osir can be great. I think he has a lot of work to do. I am not one to take defensive players in the lottery. I think if you're in the lottery, you're a bad team, you need someone with potential to be a star. Osir would be a perfect player on a good team because they won't need his offense. He could fit right in and help shut down uh, incredible two guard, possible three guard, possible point guard. So I do think he is worth a first round pick. I'm not saying he's not good. I'm not saying his offense won't develop, but at this point, his offense is not there for me to translate to the NBA. And being a defensive player, I don't know if it's worth it in the top 14. Now, number 17, I have Gigi Jackson from South Carolina, Gregory Gigi Jackson. <laughs> the 18-year-old from South Carolina averaged 15 points, six boards, one assist, one steal, one block, 32% from three. Has range, can shoot the ball well, very skinny for a power four, but he plays like a three, not a four or a five. He plays well in the pick and roll. He can hit the fadeaway. Good three-point shooter when he's open. Pretty good handle. He can shake his defender. To me, he's a modern-day player, which everyone is looking for, with his height and skill set, also athleticism and ball handling abilities. He can hit the post up or fadeaway or play around the perimeter and drive to the lane, get his shot, but it never blows by anyone. He's not strong enough to dominate in the paint either. So he could find it tricky to find his footing in the NBA. It's very hard to judge, though. He literally could go either way. He's kind of like Jaden McDaniels type, but a little more polished. He's very skilled, but I don't know if he's ready to be a four yet from day one in the NBA. But he loves to get to the top of the key, shoot the fadeaway, which I'm sure will be worked out of his game because the NBA hates the mid-range shot. But you can tell he's been playing organized ball his whole life. He's a very natural player with great instincts and understanding of plays, sets, and finding the open man. He protects the paint well in college. I don't know how that'll work in the NBA because of his frame, but once he gets that straight, he should be a good defender of small forwards and possibly power forwards when he gets there. But he can get blown by, but his length and wingspan helps him recover to block shots. So Gregory G.G. Jackson, the 6'9 forward from South Carolina, makes the list at number 17, mainly because of his potential and what he can be. Kind of like a Taylor Hendricks um, guy, but not as talented as Taylor Hendricks. 
And so he falls down to number 17. But if you can get him to that point, you could have a steal at 17. So G.G. Jackson, number 16, the top guy from 16 to 30, Imani Bates, a guy that ESPN I last saw still had him in the 50s. But I have him at 16. The talent is there. He's probably the he probably has the most potential to be a star of anyone in this 16 through 30 that I have listed. And I mean all-star. Um Imani Bay, six foot nine from Eastern Michigan, averaged 19 points, six boards, one and a half assists, point six steals, a half block per game. Shot 33% from three. Average, um, you know. It was his second year. His first year was at Memphis. Didn't go well. He's had some off-the-court issues with a gun charge. Uh, had some issues last year with injury. So he is quite the dynamic name player. Very intriguing. Uh, coming out of high school, he was like a viral sensation. Everyone wanted to know where he was going to go. They figured he'd be one and done in the top five pick in the draft. Um, I think he was like, the yeah, he was the number one recruit going into the 2022 season. So you can't tell me he lost all his skill and talent. That did not happen. He was not in the right position for him, which you could look at and use against him or say when he gets to the right squad, he will be good to go. That is yet to be determined. He will do his interviews with the teams and everything, but the talent is there. And in his second season, which he was with Eastern Michigan, he did have a game where he scored 43 points, which included hitting 29 straight points. He has elite potential, and I think the offensive game will translate very well to the NBA. He's just going to have to learn to be unselfish. Um, He loves to put on a show. You know, he plays like a star, uh, shoots some horrible three-point shots. He'll have to rein that in. But you can tell he was a fan of Kobe Bryant. He plays like him a little bit. But in the NBA, he's going to have to tone that down, tone down the step backs, play more of a normal type of game, and he can have a really good career. He could be Brandon Ingram if he's coached into being Brandon Ingram. He's not Brandon Ingram right now. He's like a street ball version of him. Uh, same, Similar height, similar weight. I think the talent is just as the same. You know, he just has to be coached, right? Take better shots, gain a little weight, maybe – I would say maybe be humbled, but at this point, he probably already is and keep his head on straight. And I think Imani Bates will be well worth the 16th pick in the draft at 20th at worst. So that is my list for you guys. I hope you loved it. Uh, I'm going to go over it one more time. So you remember 30 through 16 on my draft big board. Number 30 was Nick Smith, 29, Chris Murray, 28, Julian Strother. 27, Usman Ninjaye. Number 26, Kaysen Wallace. 25, Maxwell Lewis. 24, Kobe Bufkin. 23, Jarris Walker. 22, City Suzoko. 21, Anthony Black. 20, J- uh, Marcus Sasser. 19, Jalen Wilson. 18, Osar Thompson. 17, Gigi Jackson. And 16, the controversial Imani Bates. So let me know what I did wrong. Let me do what I did right. Let me know if I introduced you to anyone that you hadn't heard. You know, I know you hadn't heard Ujman and Jai, but anyone else, you know, as well. I love your comments. I love your support. Y'all keep me going. Thank you for listening and watching the Y'all Rookie Podcast. Subscribe, like, all that good stuff. Until next time, 
I'm out of here. Peace.